Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love talking to Barbara Comstock. She's a longtime show regular, uh, former member of Congress, former uh, member of the Virginia legislature, former uh, employee, a uh, high-level employee, in fact, uh, for the Department of Justice. So she brings a lot to every single conversation. Her big focus since leaving Congress has been on uh, so-called uh, antitrust law, which has really become very, very abusive. We, we had a group. A, a that we've operated under since the 1970s that has made America prosper, uh, a view of uh, uh, monopoly with the number one priority being uh, whether or not uh, consumers were being harmed. And as a result, we had an incredibly prosperous economy, and now we got people who seem to have uh, a lot more interest in things other than uh, the consumer's best interest. The fourth doctrine, I guess you would call it, uh, Barbara, when it comes to looking at uh, protection, you know, for, for, to uh, trust laws and monopoly laws. Uh, we've kind of abandoned that, which has worked so well. Well, exactly. I mean, the consumer welfare doctrine has served us well through Democratic and Republican administrations alike, and for 40 years has been the uh, consumer welfare standard has served us well and served the economy well. And, you know, obviously we respect the role of the FTC you know, historically played in protecting consumers and promoting competition. But unfortunately, um, in this administration, it's uh, the Lena Khan has, you know, departed uh, that uh, historical uh, bipartisan uh, role and is, you know, radically departing from it. And certainly with the Amazon lawsuit, um, would, you know, if successful, would force Amazon to engage in practices that would really harm consumers and harm the small businesses that sell on Amazon. And since we've all just come off of, you know, uh, Black Friday, where maybe a lot of people like me were actually in physical stores where 80% of our uh, retail is still in physical stores, and you know I was doing a lot of shopping there. And then we had Cyber Monday yesterday. I also do plenty of cyber shopping, like a lot of people, because that makes it easier when you're sending things, you know, to family and friends who are in other places. So I I, I engage in that too, and and do regular shopping uh, there for products that you know make it a little easier. So, uh, but you know, Lena Khan has brought this misguided suit alleging that um, that Amazon's uh, pricing practices and their fulfillment uh, of you know of, of Amazon offerings and uh, as well as their prime practices are anti-competitive competitive and it's a really a big misunderstanding of retail because what it does is brings low prices to customers so you know when you go on Amazon you know, customers have many options. So you go in and say you look for a book, which I recently did. I, I just read, uh, you know, I, I do uh, commentary on ABC, so I look for my good friend uh, Jonathan Carl's book online. I highly recommend it. Um, and so I looked on there, and you can, you know, get different copies of it, and it tells you, you know, how fast you can get it, when it's available. And, um, you know, then you decide which one you want, and it shows all the different you know, and say if you're looking for an old book, it'll tell you, hey, here's an old book, here's a used book, here's how long it'll take you to get 
and they show it to you all at once. That you know they don't show it to you in different places, and that's something that Amazon um, has come to do, and it does it with all kinds of products, and that's one of the things that they're getting sued for because they'll show you the lowest price, and they want to show you the most competitive price that you can get something, and you know they're saying. Uh, FTC is alleging that the practice of highlighting competitively priced offers and then their practice of matching low prices by other retails somehow would lead to higher prices. And, you know, that's not how competition works. They have it actually, you know, totally backwards, you know. <laughs> so if they succeed yeah. in the lawsuit, it would actually be anti-competitive and anti-consumer. So, um, you know, they, they're saying they shouldn't be able to highlight you know, the lowest prices and then try and match them. And then, of course, on the, you know, the prime products, you know, that they continue to innovate, um, you know, prime allows people, you know, I think there's, uh, seeing, you know, there's more prime uh, people who have prime memberships than there are, you know, almost as many as voters or more. And in the 60 largest U.S. metro areas, you can get your prime orders arriving on the same or next day. So that dynamic, vibrant market that allows you to have that, you know, so many people want to have that prime membership and they're trying to break up the, you know, the, the prime market, uh, which works so well and people want it, you know, and of course that's been attacked. Um, and you know, they say that it, you know, in a whole nother lawsuit where they're attacking them saying, oh, it's too hard to get out of prime. They want to, you know, attack that and, even though, um, you know, it's anyone who goes in and tries to cancel your prime membership can find it easier to cancel your prime membership than just about anything else uh, you can try and do. Because if you try and get on the FTC website, it's going to take you a lot more steps to do things than it takes to cancel a prime membership. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's very, uh, yeah, I can't do anything on a government website and not take hours. I mean, I find it laughable that government would criticize the deal with an IRS problem, which I've had to do before. Uh, those are just incredibly uh, unresponsive. It's all very, very contrary to reality. It's all very, um, I, I find it very hard to believe, to be honest with you, except for the fact I think the agendas have little to do with consumer happiness uh, as much as it does uh, with control, as much as it does with government asserted power. Just wanting everyone to be reminded of who's in charge, and I'm using air quotes here. Uh, I don't think it really has a whole lot to do with uh, what's, what's in the best interest. Well, and, you know, the... Um you know, Amazon is one of the most, uh, you know, popular companies, you know, whenever, you, you know, in, in terms of brands, you know, when you ask people, it's it's right on top there and, and people like it. And, you know, just to, you know, there's, you can see this on LinkedIn or, you know, other posts where you hear from small businesses, because this is one of the things where small business really does believe that Amazon, you know, various small business people is a key component of their businesses, and that's why 60% of the sales that are on Amazon now are other small businesses that have used the various tools that are on Amazon now. And here, I'll just give you, this is, um, you know, one uh, business, uh, New Primal, which is organic snacks, and it, um, it, this Jason Burke, who is of New Primal, says, 
you know, Amazon often offers a more favorable environment with lower operational costs, robust analytics and customer advertising tools, reduced barriers to entry, and an unparalleled commitment to customer service and fulfillment. You know, all those kind of business tools that Amazon provides are things that are free to people who are using this whole huge retail platform that offers you access to all these customers that you would have to build that up yourself. You know, and so you as a small business can, you know, develop your product, decide you want to sell it, and then you go on this vast network and use their tools, and then you get access to all of that. Now, as you build that, you may decide you want to go off and have your own business too and branch off and do other things. But in the meantime, this gives you access to their fulfillment, you know, uh, ability, and they can, you know, you know, you don't have to get a whole warehouse yourself. You don't have to invest in all these things. You can just see, gee, I, I have an idea. I think I may be able to sell it. And if it takes off on Amazon, then you can still build your own business and, you know, do your own thing later. But this gives gives you the opportunity to see how far you can get on somebody else's platform and all the investments and tools that they have there. And so people don't have to invest in a brick and mortar initially, um, which certainly we know that can be an uphill battle and you have to hire a lot more people and a lot of costs there. So it really does give people an opportunity to start. And you see all kinds of testimonials from small businesses that it gives them a way to start. It gives, you know, moms and dads, you know, people, you know, who are working from home and, you know, certainly in this post-COVID environment where people, you know, learned how to, you know, do things from home. I, I know I've talked about before how, you know, when I was redoing my kitchen, I found, you know, people who were doing things from home and, you know, a woman who was painting tiles and I, I found her, you know, online. So it's that, that kind of entrepreneur who can use these platforms to see if they have something that can sell without having to, you know, make huge investments before, you know, they see if they have a product that's going to sell. And that's why, you know, those type of people are very concerned that this lawsuit that, you know, the FTC is taking on could destroy this platform and destroy the business model that has enabled them to, you know, have access to all kinds of tools that are really working well for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and, and to me, you know, when I think, and again, I speak very anecdotally about this, I've seen a lot of the research, uh, you know, the, the number of people who, who like and have favorables towards Amazon uh, versus Congress is unbelievable. It's exponentially more, um, you know, and, and, and that they are crusaders here in Congress for taking some stuff we want, you know. But in my own personal experience, I, I think the longest uh, – uh, streaming platform I had with on Prime, and that was because we wanted to buy products through Amazon Prime, and next thing you know, look, oh, wow, we also have free streaming. It took us a while to figure that out, and, you know, the next thing you know, I listen to Amazon Prime music at no cost uh, all the time, uh, occasional ads here and there, but very little, and then, uh, you know, I read an enormous, I, I read two or three books a month, uh, when I found out I could get Amazon 
unlimited for like 15 bucks a month. It's like a huge library, and I can hold on to it as long as I want until I'm done. Uh, you know, it's unbelievable. I, I would say of the list of things I get, and I don't get a lot because, uh, frankly, um, you know, I'm pretty simple when it comes to things like that. But I, I can't imagine ever giving up my Amazon Prime subscription. So I, I dropped my congressman in a heartbeat. <laughs> And I think if you ask most people about this, they would probably concur. Well, and exactly, and this is why, you know, Amazon really does level the playing field for small business owners, you know, with these, you know, minimal startup costs for them and, and really does, you know, make it so much easier. You know, you just think of, you know, in some of these, you know, some of the things, you know, when I looked at the testimonials, you know, some of these, you know, organic snack foods, probably some of the things that I would never thought, gee, I wouldn't know there was a market for that. But these people are like, hey, I'm selling 750 units a day and to have the kind of scale to, you know, have to hire employees if I had to do this and say, hey, I'm just doing this with me and my husband are doing it. And if I had to do this in a different way that, you know, where I had to do all this fulfillment myself, I couldn't do it. So, you know, gee, if you can sell 750 units a day on Amazon and not have to have a warehouse and um, be able to do this, how, you know, what a great business. And you think, you know, these days when we're all living longer and, you know, people want to retire and have a second business, you know, there's, there's just so much opportunity here. And, you know, why do we want to, you know, limit, um, you know, new ways to work and new opportunities. And, you know, when we still have, you know, this is only 20% of retail. You know, when you hear about this and they talk about limiting competition, the retail market is still so vibrant. And, uh, you know, the FTC's approach to antitrust really is, is hurt. Um, it's hurting independent businesses. It's upending, you know, long-standing and well-considered consumer welfare legal doctrine. And when we have such a massive, robust retail market that, you know, the retail stores are changing. You know, every retail business that you see today is a, yes. um, you know, they all have online. You know, there's no, you know, any retail uh, or, you know, brick-and-mortar store they are all tied in to, um, you know, being online too. You know, everybody's a yep. tech company. You know, nobody's not tech. But for the person who wants to just, you know, dip a toe in, you know, they still need to be able to do this. And that's what's exciting to see how much Amazon has changed. But then they also give you the tools to figure out how you can, you know, if there's a market for your business, and give that instant consumer feedback to continually improve because we know markets change so dramatically. And that's what's so frustrating. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, they're looking at things um, in a static way and they look at the past. And by the time these um, cases, you know, get to market, the, you, know, the, you know, they try and look at just the online market and say you're dominating this or that. And these markets are changing um, month by month, certainly uh, year by year. And we don't know what it will be 10 years from now, how much it will change. But we certainly know um, the dynamism that's here 
is, um, you know, is to be commended and not destroyed by, you know, as we've said many times, a left-wing professor who's never been in the business market. <laughs> yes, no question about it. And we have an FTC chair who I think is in her early 30s, and she has never worked in business, um, you know, and has very romantic, not real world views about what uh, a business should be like. And frankly, we all suffer from her actions. And we didn't even get into the fact that uh, Amazon makes everything better. Uh, you know, I hear, I'm here in Texas, we have HEB, and HEB has been forced to make it easier for consumers to get uh, groceries they want, thanks to the Amazon mentality. Oh, look, Walmart it now has Walmart Plus, which includes a, a free uh, membership to, um, you know, a, a streaming service as well, trying to do everything they can to compete uh, head-on with uh, with Amazon. So all of these improvements that are happening, uh, I bet virtually everything you use on a weekly basis has historic roots in Amazon. And uh, you've got the politician, politicians trying to save us from that. we got to wrap it up with that. We were going to talk about Big Sandwich. We are going to do that. I think it's both funny but also sad uh, about how these same uh, heroes, and I'm using air quotes again, in Congress are trying to protect us from our consumer choices, which is just ridiculous. Robert Comstock, love having you on. Real quick, about a minute left. Final thoughts. Yes, yeah, that, that is the latest. I think uh, Elizabeth Warren is encouraging uh, Lena Khan for her next venture to look at, to not let, um, I, I believe it's Subway sandwiches and I think it's Jimmy John's to merge because then you'd have big sandwich uh, merging and, and making the sandwich market too consolidated, uh, which is pretty crazy when you think there's a lot of, a lot of ways to um, have a sandwich uh, market out there, and I, I don't think we have to worry about that becoming dominated by anybody. Uh, and we can also make our sandwiches at home, too. Uh, but that's how ridiculous these things get. But I would also encourage you to take a look at, um, obviously, you can look at uh, on the Amazon website and, and certainly encourage anybody to, who's doing their Christmas shopping to look there and to look at the, all kinds of robust uh, websites online but also in their neighborhood uh, stores. But um, also look at netchoice.org and online at netchoice uh, at, um, on Twitter and uh, to see a lot of the discussion of this and why we don't want our uh, great um, tech platforms that enable so many small businesses to start up and, and really fuel our economy. We do not want uh, to have them destroyed when they've uh, just really been able to flourish so much, particularly in um, what has been a tough economy, but I think it's turning around, and hopefully we'll have a good uh, holiday season here. I think we had a good uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, so hopefully we'll be going into some good economic times here. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I feel there's a sense of buoyancy that we hadn't seen in a while. Let's cultivate that and not torpedo it like it seems like the politicians want to do. Barbara Comstock, we're going to have this article, of course, linked at priceofbusiness.com, as we always do whenever she's on. Make sure you check that out. And uh, you're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. <laughs> 